Welcome to the Take 5 podcast from Fortinet. You give us a few minutes and we provide five cybersecurity insights based on the current trends impacting today's technology leaders. This podcast series taps into the experience from the Fortinet Field CISO team, focusing on the challenges that leaders will be facing in the upcoming year across key industries and technologies. I'm your host for today, Joe Robertson, Fortinet's CISO in Europe, Middle East, and Africa. Today, I'm talking with Willie Nelson. No, not that one. Willie is Fortinet's CISO for operational technology, and he's talking about preparing for the year ahead for the pharmaceutical sector. Welcome, Willie. Thanks for the opportunity, Joe. You know, Willie, we're recording this in December 2022, which makes it a really good time to take a look back at this year first. That's exactly what I want to do. Let me ask you, in terms of cybersecurity, what challenges do you think were at the top of the mind of CISOs in pharma for the year 2022? Well, I think when you look at the, at the CISO in pharma, yeah, they have different annual objectives, business partners, and such. But as far as the security challenges, we face the same in pharma as we do in, in other verticals. In my opinion, those challenges are, you know, consolidating vendors and partners to leverage pricing and resourcing. It's the true visibility to, to my assets and posture. And then there's always personnel. As we converge OT and IT, the, the skills are even more specialized and harder to find. And, and, and it goes the same with, with pharma. And then there's the communicating risk to the business. I think what you're saying here to me is really important because the CISO role is has moved out of the, the, the technology room and into the boardroom. And so our issues as CISOs are business level issues. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how, so how do you think this is going to evolve or, or change in 2023? Well, with the continued focus on critical infrastructure, as an example, which pharma is a part of, boards, investors, regulators will have an increased interest in how the security organizations are performing all while the adversaries continue to sharpen their tools and look for new and interesting ways to be successful. Security is a necessity, and we often have to sell our mission to the business. So we're able to expand our reach. This will not change, but I do think we'll be asked to focus on being more resilient in the future as companies look to slow expansion of the security budget. Yes, I've certainly been seeing that uh, security is one of the areas that companies are trying not to cut. But even if you just keep the budget flat in an inflationary environment, that that's a budget cut. So, well, you know, if we look at 2023, uh, what challenges do you see that are moving up the list? Maybe we could call them the rising stars, uh, if you will, <laughs> as being the most important things for CISOs to address in pharma. Well, I think ransomware continues to be there. Right? You know, the ransomware is a service, et cetera. However, there, uh, from my discussions in the field with a, uh, what is beginning to bubble up is insurance and maturity. Uh, what do I mean by insurance and maturity? Just yesterday, I was speaking with the leader and he mentioned how his cyber insurance is requiring language that says something to the effect that his company will have to show proof from an outside assessor that they have pr proper controls in place before the coverage is complete. This is a new kind of regulation that could be very impactful to the business. Um, I'll, I'll stay curious and see how this takes hold. 
but it, I, it's one that's has now bubbled up uh, multiple conversations. And there are even regulations being put in place. I know uh, in, in some parts of the world that are requiring certain industries like finance and, and potentially pharma to do regular penetration testing, pen testing, uh, to, to prove that they are well protected. And you can see that happening in a lot of critical areas in coming years. Well, when you talk to CISOs in pharmaceuticals, and, and obviously you speak to a lot of them, what are some of the shall we say, overlooked cyber strategies or solutions that you think would really be relevant or helpful to them? Yeah, deception comes to mind here. Often it's seen as an add-on to the security stack, but if deployed correctly, it will add value to asset management, visibility, threat hunting, and ensuring resiliency with the right solution and partner. All, all of these can have a positive increase to the security posture and risk reduction to an organization. If there is one more thing I would I would say it's often overlooked or implemented to the minimum standard, uh, i.e. check the box, and that is the deal, that's DLP, you know, data loss prevention, uh, technologies that, that, that type of technology that will help identify broken business processes as well as help prevent intellectual property leaving the organization uh, continues to be something that I think that, that we should focus on. And pharma being so focused on intellectual property, that's so crucial. That <laughs> Absolutely. Is, yeah, that, that is a big deal. You know, one thing that we're seeing in a lot of areas, uh, just across the board really, is uh, a shift to more disruptive cyber threats at scale. In, in light of that, I'd like to finish our take five, uh, our fifth question here, with a brief focus on one part of the cyber attack sequence reconnaissance. This is the first step in a targeted attack. What active defensive cyber strategies do you see that pharma CISOs can consider to disrupt attackers from the very beginning of their sequence? Yeah, just like if, if we could disrupt the adversary early during reconnaissance, think of the savings in time, money, and effort we'd all make, right? It isn't so important to organizations, but we often do not know how to get out of reaction mode and into proactive surveillance mode, right? Um, there's some really cool technology in this space uh, that I'm sure we could talk for hours on. But the one that, that, that I'm highlighting right now is, um, you know, Fortinet has a Fortinet Deceptor. That deception technology, I think it, it, it's a game changer um, in, in getting into the proactive mindset. It must be more than just a honeypot. It is creating environments and assets that look and feel like the real thing that allow your SOC, your security operations center, and your IR incident response teams to be notified during the reconnaissance phase and not after the event because an incident and heaven forbid a breach has happened. I have to agree. Deception technology, I think, is one of the most exciting new technologies that's come out recently. Uh, don't forget another new technology that's uh, recently be started to become available, and that's digital risk protection services. These are services that can take a look at your organization from the outside, like an attacker would, and, and tell you where you're exposed. Well, thank you very much, Willie, and thanks to all of you for joining us for this episode of Take 5. For more information about pharma, visit our website, fortinet.com slash pharma. The Take 5 podcast is brought to you by Fortinet, securing your digital acceleration with the performance and scale needed to detect and prevent threats across an organization's entire infrastructure, including networks, endpoints, and clouds.